Hey there, beautiful. Are you tired of the hustle? Feeling unappreciated? Saying yes when you should be saying no? Are you looking for your purpose and your passion? And what stories are you telling yourself that no longer serve you? Well, you are in great company. I'm Shirley Williams, and this is Becoming, your podcast for personal growth. Here, we will have empowering conversations about debunking our limiting beliefs, the stories we tell ourselves, and the unapologetic lives that we are meant to be living. Pull up your chair and come join me. Let's begin. Welcome back to Becoming, Real Conversations for Living an Unapologetic Life. Today's theme, even as I'm looking at the title, Trusting the Universe, is kind of making me laugh a little bit. You know, I fall somewhere between woohoo and science, and a statement such as trusting the universe feels a little woohoo. So, listeners, ladies... If you are somewhere around woohoo and science, stay with it. A few weeks ago, I had the pleasure of being on a podcast called Miracle Moment, hosted by the lovely Ray Ireland. And the whole premise of her podcast is to have a conversation about that one miracle moment in your life, that one moment that shifted everything for you. And as I was sitting there, my immediate response or my immediate thought was, well, every moment's a miracle. And every moment we have the opportunity that's going to get us closer to our dreams or living a full out life or further away from it based on our decisions. And then race asked a certain question and something was triggered where I had this memory flooded in this moment that really, really defined everything else in my life. And I wanted to share it with you. I wanted to share this whole idea of when I really started to trust the universe, to trust the process. On July 7th, 1999, Ethan and Oliver Williams were born. They were born at 25 weeks, considered micro preemies. And their birth announcement went something like this. Born at just 25 weeks, Ethan Meyer Williams weighing 735 grams and Oliver Nat Williams weighing 700 grams were born at Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto, Ontario. We went on to thank the nurses, the staff at the hospital, but there was some quote that, that talked about it wasn't the size that would leave the impact. That these little babies were considered miracles. And it wasn't just miracles that they were born and they were still alive. But that moment that really shifted everything. And I can still remember the day. It was the scariest day and the greatest day of my life. It was a day where I remember thinking, I have watched 
all the birth stories on, you know, on the television. I think it was a show on TH, TLC and it was like birth stories. There was never a birth story like, like this. And I kept thinking, you know, how I had felt robbed of that experience because I was going to be the person that was going to work out till the very end. And I was going to go home the next day wearing my jeans. Well, that wasn't my birth story, but it was a birth story that really changed everything for me. And I knew on that day in that moment that I was going to have to trust the universe that all of my spiritual practice, my yoga, my meditation had led me to that moment where I could put all of those tools to good use, that there is nothing I could have done that would have changed that. And when I look back, I realized that that really was the moment that changed everything. Now, some of you listening to this story might be thinking, oh, what a horrible story. And I say that this story of these boys being born was the best thing that could have happened to me. 22, 22 years later, all the dots have been connected and the path that I took and the work that I did and the jobs that I have and the life that I've lived and am still living. The fact that these boys chose me as their mother, that was the miracle. It has allowed me to live every single day every single moment, trusting the universe and trusting the process of how things unfold for me. And if you're struggling with something, if you're constantly feel like you're swimming upstream against the current, I want to remind you that it might be because you should be moving in another direction. It might mean that you're holding on too tight and you're showing up with the energy of urgency, the energy of fear, the energy of lack. These are the things that you can't control. And there's always going to be things that come up and there's always going to be directions that you need to move or directions that you need to shift. And if you're sitting in the energy of urgency and if you're not paying close attention to what you need, you are missing the point. I want to give you some simple strategies to help you get started in any situation. I remember throughout that journey, and it wasn't just a straight, straight line. There was many decisions that needed to be made. There was many um, things that we ne needed to implement to make sure that we were following the journey for us that was going to transform us. And here's the thing, there's two transformations happening at the same time. There's my experience of what's happening. And then there's the experience of what the boys are experiencing and their experiences being twins are also different, right? So making decisions based on allowing it to unfold how it should instead of forcing. So I remember one, one night where Oliver had a really, really high fever and they wanted to transport him to um, the children's hospital in our area to do surgery. And it was to actually remove a piece of his intestine so um, that he would be able to heal a little bit better. 
It would also mean that if the surgery didn't go well, that he would be left with a feeding tube. And here's the, here's the thing. What, what I think of the miracle story of the birth of these babies might be very different than someone else who has been through a similar situation. But performing surgery on a baby that is 10 days old, born at 25 weeks, seemed like we were playing God, seemed like Western medicine was going to intervene in a situation that maybe we needed to ride out and let Oliver decide what needed to happen. And that decision wouldn't be appropriate for everyone. I recognize that. So if you're listening and you're triggered and you've had a similar situation and you've intervened, that's, that's your story. And that's awesome. But my story was I needed to just let the universe decide, let Oliver decide what he needed to do. And so we opted out of the surgery and we were sent home that evening with a message from the doctors that said, well, if we're still here in the morning, talking about him, that would be a miracle. And I went home and I prayed and I, you know, sent the message to my friends and family to also pray. And in the morning we received a notice that his fever had broke and the infection was gone. That was just another reminder to trust the process. And these are not easy decisions, but ladies, if you are going through something and having a real hard time making the decision that's right for you and you're in the moment and you feel like you're swimming against the current that nothing is working out as it should then this list is for you the first thing number one you have to release all control so a lot of times i will use an affirmation that says Everything is happening for my own awakening. In the divine timing, I will become aware of what this awakening is, and I am trusting the process. Everything is happening for my own awakening. And in the divine timing, I will become aware of what this awakening is, and I am trusting the process. So come up with an affirmation that reminds you to soften. It can be this one. But when I read this affirmation, I feel it in my body, in every cell of my being. It reminds me to just soften. It's going to present itself as it should. Of course, number two, take a deep breath. There are many benefits of breathing, but in the moment of uncertainty, in the moment of urgency, in the moment of where it all feels like too much, breathe. Lengthen your exhalations. My suggestion is to inhale for a count of four and exhale for a count of eight. Notice what's happening in your nervous system. Eight to 10 rounds will calm you down. Number three, hold a vision for what you really want to see as the outcome. I know when the boys were in hospital, 
their father and I never once visualized our worst case scenario. We visualized happy babies, happy toddlers, healthy children. We visualized play dates and vacations. And even when the social worker from the hospital gave us, you know, the stats of babies born at 25 weeks, we never once thought differently. And I'm not saying that this was easy. I'm saying that every day it was a practice. We found people who could support us, who showed up for us, who also had no doubt of their success, of their health, of their progress. We surrounded ourselves with people who only vibrated at a higher frequency. There were times where we asked friends and family members to leave the hospital if they weren't going to show up and be positive. It was a practice for everyone. Number four, pray. Seriously, even if it feels silly, even if it doesn't resonate with you, pray. Ask for guidance. Get really quiet. Ask for people to send additional prayers. The power of prayer is so great. And number five, gratitude. Focus on what you know in the present moment. It's all we have, that present moment. If you are thinking about the past, if you are worried about the future, it is taking you away from this moment of gratitude. Go to what you know in the moment and be grateful. The boys were in hospital for three months. Every day I did these five steps. I'm thinking at the beginning, I may have done them every hour. There were so many decisions that needed to be made and there were many times we needed to embrace the helplessness and be in what we knew for sure. Visualizing the outcome of what we wanted so badly. I never had been more connected to myself than I was then. I am so grateful for the moment. And I know the world changed. Both boys today are happy and they're healthy. And they're they're enjoying their version of their life to the fullest. Every moment on July 7th, 1999 at 5.32 p.m. was made trusting the universe. We always land exactly where we're supposed to. And sometimes we are so deep into it that we can't see our way out. If you follow these five steps and approach all of it with grace and compassion, I have no doubt that you are going to end up in good shape. Is it easy? Hell no. Is it worth it? Hell yes. Take some time today to reflect where your journey has led you. Can you find your miracle moment 
that change the trajectory for your life? If the answer is no, break it down into something smaller. Can you find the moment in a situation? Start to look for evidence about the way things have unfolded for you. It takes intentionality. It takes grace, compassion with yourself. If you can follow these five steps in your decision-making, in your process, in your journey, in your remembrance, that there is something greater guiding us, you will be able to see how things unfolded in the exact way that they're supposed to. Let me know how it goes. I love you. I think you're awesome. And I want you to know that I am with you on this journey of becoming the best version of ourselves. Until next time. Thanks for joining me on the journey of becoming. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Want more personal growth? Of course you do. Check out my website at shirleywilliams.com. Join the tribe and be the first to hear about my new offerings coming in January 2022. Also, don't forget to join the Becoming community on Facebook at Shirley Williams Coaching. Until then, see you next week. Be awesome.